Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. We had eight successive rate rises last year, but it didn't stop Australians spending up big over the summer. That meant inflation rose again in the December quarter to 7.8%, the highest in 33 years. Today, AMP senior economist Diana Messina on why 2023 might be tougher financially than we hoped for. Diana, over the holidays, you just had to look, I think, at any social media feed to see that a lot of us were travelling at last. In Australia, we were going overseas, we were having a heap of fun, really. It was sort of like the revenge on COVID, but it's that fun that's really caused us a problem when it comes to inflation. I think it's definitely part of the reason. And we've been seeing this revenge spending, if you want to call it, really happen over most of last year. When the economy opened up, we could spend on services. We saw that consumer demand for services skyrocketed and that did lead to more inflation in some of those areas that are related to holiday travel. But it's broader than that. The increase in inflation really started in the back end of 2021 and then continued into last year. Consumer prices rose by 7.3% in the year to November, driven by housing, food and petrol prices. And we saw it occurring across many areas. It, it occurred across consumer goods because goods demand when we were in lockdown shot up so strongly at a time when supply was constrained and manufacturers couldn't keep up with the big increase in demand. It was completely unexpected. So the increase in inflation has been very broad-based, both in Australia and globally. Mm, But were you shocked by that last inflation figure? Because I feel like we all thought, oh no, it's still going up. Why on earth is that happening? There's a few reasons for that as well. The main one is that inflation in itself is a lagging indicator and interest rate rises take time to work through the economy. Uh, With the latest inflation print, I, I wasn't too surprised by the actual headline because our own forecast was that inflation would peak in Australia at about 7.5% and it came out a bit higher than that. However, I do think that the inflation data has peaked in Australia and we should start to see lower inflation this year. Okay, so you think inflation will start to drop this year, but for now it's still going up because we're still what cashed up, we're still throwing money around. We are for now. I mean, there is a there is a certain sense of, well, the increase in spending that we saw last year was, as you said, a revenge type of spending after being in lockdown. We still were cashed up with high accumulated savings based off two years of high savings rates and also some windfalls from government support payments and also interest rate cuts. And the interest rate rises that we had last year, they haven't fully worked into the housing system yet. If you're in a variable interest rate, then you wouldn't have even felt all the rate rises that the RBA has done. There's about a three-month delay at least Mm. from when the RBA raises the cash rate to when your repayment changes. And then if you're in a fixed rate, you might not have rolled off that fixed rate. So 
I think consumers know that there is some pain to come because the consumer sentiment data is at recessionary-like levels and there's obviously a lot of concern about the outlook. But until consumers have felt that actual change in their budgets, spending behaviour won't change. Mm, Okay, so they're living for the now and not saving for the later by the sound of it. It seems that Australia is sort of bucking the global trend because we can see in Europe, in the US, in the UK, inflation is well and truly heading down. Why is that? Well, Australia lagged the increase in inflation to begin with. US inflation peaked in about June and ours peaked, well, we think it will have shown that it peaked in the in the month of December. So we have lagged the rest of the world by about six months. So we're going to lag it on the way down as well. Mm. But I do think that we will start to see Australian inflation data head down just like the rest of the world has this year. Mm. And what consumer behaviour needs to change for that inflation rate to start to head down? Well, we're seeing inflation come down across many categories, not just around the consumer goods sector. Commodity prices are mostly down to levels where they were early last year. Mm. We've seen a lot of the supply chain issues and the backlogs in the supply chain, which led to high transport costs, which flowed through into goods prices. They're back down to pre-COVID levels because all those blockages in the supply chain aren't an issue anymore. And consumer behaviour is changing. We got the retail sales data for December, which showed a 3.9% decline in retail spending over the month. Uh, Clearly, there are some signs that consumers are showing us that they are starting to wind back on the level of retail spending and eating out spending uh, has been flat for the last two months in November and December. So I think that we will start to see more of this slowdown in consumer spending come through in the first six months of this year, and that will lead to lower inflation as well. Well, a 3.9% fall in December compared with an average market forecast of 0.2% down. So a big negative surprise. But what does that mean for interest rates? Well, before that retail sales data came out, the big economic story of the morning was the prediction from Deutsche Bank's Australian economist, Phil O'Donoghue, that there'll be four more rate hikes this year. Okay, for the time being, though, inflation is still too high for the RBA, and I can see economists are saying that means there will have to be further interest rate rises. Some economists are predicting they could go up another four times this year, which is pretty scary. It is because it's been a very aggressive tightening cycle, the most aggressive that we've had in decades. And the impact to consumers will be significant because the level of household debt to income is at a record high in Australia. So households are very sensitive, households with a mortgage are very sensitive to those interest rate rises. Uh, We don't think that the RBA needs to hike another four times to get the impact that they want on the economy. We're already starting to see the impact of those rate rises. Mm. So we think that the RBA only has one more interest rate hike left. And even uh, next week's rate meeting, I I don't think it might be a close call. Um, a, A rate hike is the most likely outcome, but I think that the RBA will still deliberate whether it can hold policy steady. If we get another four interest rate rises, it will cause too much unnecessary downward pressure on the economy and on consumers. Yeah, I mean, we spoke to Alan Kohler last week, who's the ABC's finance guy on 7pm News, and he said that, you know, it was sort of back of the envelope calculation, but he thought about 10% of mortgage holders are probably already over the edge. They're not making ends meet. And as you mentioned, there's so many people on fixed rates still. I think 23% are meant to come off those and onto variable rates by the end of the year. So they'll be really hit hard, won't they? That's right. I mean, the impact of those fixed rates 
will be very significant because interest rates have moved up so much. Most people who fixed in the last two to three years fixed at a rate below 2%. Now the variable, standard variable rates are somewhere between 5 and 6% if you can get a discount. And most people can probably get a discount or shop around from, from some of the banks. So if you are moving from a, from a fixed to a variable rate, I would say that you need to you know, ask your bank for discounts because the actual rate that the bank advertises is somewhere at 7% or, or, um, over, or over that amount. And if you're on a variable rate, then you're still feeling those increases in the interest rate hikes because of that lag between RBA rate changes. So uh, I think that most consumers won't actually feel all the impacts from RBA rate changes somewhere until May or June this year. And Deanna, how many more rate rises can there be without tipping our economy into recession? Well, I mean, that's a, a question that the RBA is trying to ask itself mm. as well. It's trying to um, get the policy setting right. And it is difficult. The RBA's own thoughts are that the interest rate can, the cash rate can probably sit between three and three and a half percent and not cause too much downward pressure on the economy. But anywhere above three and a half percent, I think we would get into some trouble. And even with our own expectations that we get one more rate rise next week, so taking the cash rate from 3.1 to 3.35 percent, you would still get an increase in the unemployment rate this year because the unemployment rate is so low in Australia at three and a half percent and you've had so many rate rises and that tightening in monetary policy, it will generate that downward pressure on the economy. So unfortunately, Mm. some people will lose their jobs this year on our expectations. Just on inflation, if it has peaked now, when will it start to fall and how quickly will it fall, do you think? Well, by the end of the year, we think uh, that in headline terms, inflation will be running at about 4% on an annual basis. So Mm. if you compare that to December last year, it was running at about 7.7. So uh, ultimately a a halving. 4% is still high though for Australia. Uh, So that's why we're unlikely to see significant interest rate cuts from the RBA. Um, We do think that there's a risk that they do one by the end of the year, maybe early next year. But if we still have high inflation, then there's less of a chance that we get those rate cuts. Okay. And I have to ask you last of all, Deanna, is this year going to be harder or better economically than last year? It will be mixed because it's kind of like we're going to feel the hangover impacts of last year Mm. because we didn't really necessarily uh, feel all those interest rate rises. Inflation was very high last year and it will come down this year, which is a good thing for consumers. But at the same time, we'll start to actually really get those impacts of the rate rises come through for people who have a mortgage and also the unemployment rates likely to increase. So I think that it's probably going to be a tougher year because the reality of household budgets will be more constrained than it was last year. I think last year we just knew that there were tough times ahead, but we didn't necessarily feel it in our own budgets. Diana Musina is a senior economist at AMP. If you want to hear Alan Kohler's take on what the year ahead will look like and why he thinks the Reserve Bank should stop raising rates, We spoke to him on the 23rd of January, and that's in your feed. This episode was produced by Flint Duxfield, Sydney Peed and Chris Dengate, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Sam Hawley. If you'd like to get in touch with the team, please email us on abcnewsdaily at abc.net.au. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast.
Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.